The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Uh, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway isn't with us today. Is he dead? You think he's dying? I think we're getting close here. Canadian flu. It's got to be, right? Yeah, this is a little suspicious. He goes to Canada first off alone. That is is weird. Yeah, dude. Uh, look, the the girl he's dating is up there, and he was caught by the listeners. I think we showed this yesterday mm-hmm. of uh, of him sitting right behind the bench at the Calgary Flames game. You gotta know that that this much travel at that age, he's gonna die. And all the shit he's talked about Canada. I know. I know. So like, you got to think. I think he's being Manchurian candidated. Or is is Dan a fucking psyop now? Like, is this what this is? Like, is that what we're doing right now? Dan's a fucking psyop? Because we've talked shit about Canada on this show forever. And I, why, you know, the one girl he's dating isn't from America. That seems weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes there. He was here for a little bit. Had to rush into the bathroom. I heard him throwing up. And then he had to leave the studio in a panic. And was just like, dude, I don't know what I got or whatever. You got Canada all over you, bro. Sorry. Is that even Dan who came back? We don't know. I, I'm not sure. Um, even that picture we showed yesterday, and I don't know if you still have it, Bob, but it appears as if he was smiling in the photo as well. It's like, dude, did he get replaced? I don't know what's going on here anymore. There it is right there. Popped it on screen. Look at him. Smiling there. He kind of looks happy. And, uh, and now he's dying. Yeah, I know that's not Dan. He's smiling. That's not him. That's not him at all. He's so. been replaced. We'll look into it. We'll look into it. It could be the United States government has him, has him locked up, and this is what they're doing now. The great replacement theory, but Canadians. But Canadians. Um, and then why couldn't she come here? You know what I'm saying? We're busy people. I don't really get that either. Maybe she's got something in her past. I hate to speculate like, like this live on air, but I'm sorry easy, we have to. How easy question. is it to get to Calgary from here? It, it can't be. Like I've been to Canada a handful of times in my life. Uh, not once was easy. The customs process getting into Canada isn't really that fucking easy, to be honest with you. So I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, he sounded like he was on his fucking deathbed throwing out his brains in the back. He was like, I can't do the show. I can't do it. I was like, well, the show goes on. Oh, maybe she's a double agent. She Could poisoned be. him. Could. Oh, shit. What if he's got uh, the, the Russian shit pumping through his veins right now? It's a distinct possibility. I don't want to rule it out. Poison is back. The band and, yes, the actual uh, poison. Um, Cyanide is back, too. So I don't want to rule any of this out out there. But prayers up, emoji hands. Go to his fucking Instagram, at Dan Holloway, and just throw a bunch of emoji prayer hands up for, for Dan. Hopefully he survives. I don't really know. Um, I've, I, what I say this two days ago on here, that I, I've always felt like this is going to be like Goodwill hunting. 
and I'm Ben Affleck showing up at the door for the, the retard Matt Damon. And, and then he's just gone one day, and I'm like, oh, well, shit. He's, he's enjoying his life in Canada now. Yeah, I mean, Christ, yesterday, he even had to hold a gun the entire episode because he just got off a flight, and he couldn't take guns to Canada. That doesn't make any sense. Homeboys carried a gun on him for 20 years consecutively, and it was just like, you know what? I'm going to date somebody in Canada where I can't He's take gonna guns. He's going to date someone in a gun-free zone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I know. He Not on us, my watch. made us drive to the Super Bowl last year just so he could have his gun and drugs. Yes. And, and all of a sudden? Me and Giorgio were literal gun runners. You sure were. And all of a sudden, he pops up at a, at a Calgary Flames game. I didn't know he was going into Canada. I didn't even know this broad was from Canada. I had no idea until the listeners found him on television. It wasn't like I was watching this goddamn game. And a lot of our listeners were like, hey, Ross, fucking Ohio State's going to have an outdoor 100,000-seat NHL game this year. Maybe you and Dan can finally cover the NHL. And ironically, it's against the Detroit Red Wings, which is the game he was at. And I was like, hey, bro, turns out. He's a Wings fan. He sure is. What, what? I didn't know that. Yeah. What? I had no idea. He Braves no, and Wings. Yeah, no correlation to Detroit whatsoever. Well, he didn't grow up with any. He said he explained why. Because he grew up in fucking South Carolina. It's not a, there wasn't a hockey team within a thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, the Braves make sense, though. The Braves make sense, but he, the, the Wings were like the Yankees of hockey, right? They were on TV all At the that time, time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. on TV constantly. Yeah, at that time, they were pretty big, I guess. But that's some bandwagon bullshit there. Heesh, dude. Uh, in other news, though, kid, you got me today. You got Papa Bear. Show goes on. We don't shut down for anyone. Unless it's New York City. If they asked us to shut down the podcast in New York City for Trump, yeah, I'd do that. Uh, Right now, the uh, truckers are getting together saying they're going to boycott New York City and not do any shipments or deliveries inside the city to protest the ruling against Trump for, I believe it was uh, $344 million. Is that correct? 344, 345, who, who's counting so, at this point? I mean, at, at some point, it just doesn't matter. Anymore. Who's counting at this point? And who was the guy that started this fucking thing? He's got a fun, flirty name. Uh, what, the truck TikTok. protest? Yeah. Um, something Joe or Trucker Joe or something like that. He deleted the post. He was on Twitter for a while. And then he popped it back up. And, uh, and he said, hey, I, I'm all in on this. Other people are wanting to join in on this and protest the ruling up in New York City. Um, look, I'm with you on that one. Uh, that ruling in New York, it's, a, it's clearly a two-tier justice system at this point. Um, that trial is supposed to start for the classified documents for Trump down in Florida here in March. Meanwhile, Biden was just uh, ruled as a senile, well-meaning old man who uh, willfully... Uh, just took the fucking documents and no harm was done. It shit, was uh, Trucker Carlson. Was it really? No. Please tell me that's real. No, I just made that up. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. That would have been great if it was Trucker Carlson. It's uh, Chicago Ray. That's it. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago Ray. Um, pop up Chicago Ray's feed here. I just want to hear his voice. It, the, the, the name Chicago Ray was trending all day. And I was like, uh, let me see this. And then I popped it up and the video was gone. Let's hear Chicago Ray's voice. Uh, there he is. No volume because he's in a truck. There you go. You know, if this goes longer than a week, like they're saying. Man, New York City better start stocking up. And they better start stocking up now. 
Okay? I don't want, I, like I said, I ain't wishing anybody anything. Okay? Everybody's on their own with this. Alright? Okay? I, I'm just telling you what I hear. I'm, I'm going to be in Wisconsin for the next couple weeks on a dedicated run. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be north of Madison. So, but what I'm hearing, these guys are serious. Okay? And this could take longer than a week. Alright? And, you know, it ain't necessary. They quit fucking with Trump. Okay? Quit fucking with Trump. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not trying to tell you, you know, that, you know, we're just, we're just against what's going on in this country. Okay? How long is this video, Bob? I think I think there is good. Yeah, like I'm all, good. I'm all good on Chicago Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can appreciate that he wants to share his message with the world and all that other stuff, uh, but is very loud inside of a big rig. One, two. Neat. I believe he's driving while yeah. recording that video, which is not great. It's <laughs> not great. Just hopped up on every amphetamine too. Well, that's the truck. That's truck driving. I know. You got to. You're going across the country and all that other shit. Uh, here's why I support this in particular. I don't think these protests with um, Israel and Palestine and all this other fucking ceasefire bullshit and holding up picket signs or smearing blood all over the White House uh, or banging on the gates and all this shit is effective. It's not. Um, there has not been one protest in my entire life that I've been compelled to join and be like, man, I got to hold a fucking picket sign. My own unions included. I thought it was fucking stupid over the years. Uh, my unions were Screen Actors Guild, Writers Guild, uh, and all that bullshit. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going outside and holding a, a stick with a fucking uh, poster on it and, and, and having a sad clown face uh, in reverse of what the actors are, whatever the fuck it is. I'm not doing any of that bullshit because it's meaningless. I'll leave that to the people behind the scenes that are in charge who are actually making these decisions and doing the negotiations and all that other stuff. I'm not going to personally do it because I think it's dumb. And when I see these fucking people do it now, even back to BLM riots and all that other shit, I thought it was all fucking stupid. Um, therefore, uh, the only thing looking at what's worked over the last 10 years has been the truckers. Um, I thought that thing in Canada was probably the most effective way uh, to get the government's attention and also shut down the roads, the streets, and supplies coming in. I don't really think people understand how important truckers are. We can laugh at the commercials and be like, all right, cool, man, I'm going to get that fucking, what is it, the CDC or CDL license or, or whatever it is and make $110,000 a year. First of all, they, they do make a lot of money. Second of all, the jobs are so fucking important. That's why they're always goddamn hiring all the time, late at night on Comedy Central and everywhere else that you see these commercials for. It's one of the oh, most vital jobs we have in the United States. On every truck. Every truck. Every truck you drive by, it's like call for a job. Call for a job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need help. Um, therefore, you know, having lived in New York City uh, three different times throughout my life, um, obviously went to, to grad there at NYU, Shutting down New York City and truckers not delivering there would absolutely cripple this fucking city. 
I Chicago race says a week. Uh, look, I think three days would be crippling for this city. Um, we'll, we'll just go back to when, uh, when I was in school there. Um, I was taking two semesters combined into one. I was doing stand-up at night, and then I was fucking raging. Right, I get off stage and I go and rage in New York City with friends or whoever I was dating and all that other fun stuff. I was out till about roughly four to five a.m. every single night, and that's what college kids do. It was a blast. However, when I was walking out of these clubs or bars or restaurants, because restaurants were still open too, in some of these instances, um, what I would see is the truck drivers. It would be the first thing I see first, and it always made me feel like shit. Um, because these guys were getting out, open up the back of the trucks between four and 7 AM loading in food, fresh food, uh, uh, trash, whatever it is that, that they were doing there. And I felt like shit because I was the loser who was still out partying while these guys were working their ass off that early in the morning, uh, for us college kids to fuck around in piss and alleys and all that other shit and just try to get back to our dorms. Um, it is a, extremely important. The other reason why they have to start so early uh, is because traffic is absolutely horrific in the city. And if you were to, to drive and make these deliveries in the day or any time after rush hour, let's say 8.30 on till shit. Rush hour in New York typically goes to like 7 o'clock at night. I mean, even 7. It's still pretty fucking packed on those streets at night. You can't do it. Therefore, everybody's relying on these guys to get in, get out. Um, I mean, when I say out, I mean out of the city completely because people have to park. You got cabs, you got Ubers, you got uh, the police and everything else. You got to get those trucks in and out of the fucking city before the whole city wakes up. Um, if these guys don't do their job, I don't know how these restaurants and bars and uh, it's even simple fucking trash uh, supplies, all that other shit. I don't know how they would operate. And I think most people after three or four days would either start looting or burning shit down and, uh, and trying to figure it the fuck out. The, the city of Manhattan, and you can look up the population now, Bob, but I want to say it's close to 11 million people there. Um, and everything uh, inside, yeah, po- God. Population of Manhattan in 2020 was 1.69 or 1.629 million. Uh, just in Manhattan itself. Manhattan itself. Brooklyn, two and a half million. Queens, two point yep. two million. Yeah, yeah. So all the boroughs combined there, uh, which is where you're you're going. I think it's roughly around 11 million total there. Uh, you all need these truckers more than you will ever fucking realize uh, in your entire life. And I think if you were going to protest. This would probably be the most effective way to do it. Uh, and you want to see a city that's already crippled by immigration and not much. Those, they're only dealing with 60,000 of those grimy fuckers where we have millions down here in Texas. If you can't handle 60,000 migrants in your city, uh, I couldn't imagine what you would do without truckers every single day there. And if you are going to protest a judgment like this, uh, which in my opinion is complete horseshit. Um, even the judgment itself with this number, uh, I was incorrect. It's $355 million. Um, last I heard, that is the exact total of Mar-a-Lago. So you're essentially trying to get him to sell his house to pay for this other shit. But then the judge decided on his own that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million, which is a fucking sham in its own right. Um, so I don't know how you're expecting him to get some form of fair trial, what the, the outcome is going to be of this. Uh, I've heard um, that he might have to, to file for bankruptcy or sell off all of his shit. Uh, the other part about this, too, is what this judge uh, and these attorneys did in New York City 
by barring Trump and all of his businesses there was they immediately, immediately ripped away 20,000 jobs there in the city of New York for Trump and the hotels and all of his endeavors and all that other shit. You're also just giving a middle finger to the whole city of New York as well, saying, oh, cool, man. We hate Trump more than we hate the 20,000 people that he fucking employs in this city. Um, So, therefore, I would love to see this. I would love to see what happens to a city like New York without truckers for an entire week. If it does go, indeed, an entire week, me personally, I think three or four days is enough. Uh, But an entire week would be great. Or just never show up and then see what happens there. Um, We're at a point... I think in our history, and I've said this over the past you know, few weeks here, uh, where our government has let us down on both sides, uh, Republicans and Democrats at this point. And I think the only way we're going to have real change, it's not by picketing the fucking streets. It's not by putting red paint on your hand and smearing it uh, all over the, the White House and saying, oh, blood for Hillary, we're going to have a ceasefire and all this shit. It's to stop feeding people. It's to stop delivering food, water, supplies, picking up trash. Seeing what, that, what would happen to that city over the course of a week would be a massive wake-up call to the rest of the nation. Um, and I think the police, you know, during, and I said this during the BLM riots, should have done the same fucking thing. Cool, man, you want to defund us and all that shit? We'll just walk for an entire week and then see what happens. Call 911, do all the shit, uh, and see what happens without the police for an entire week, truckers for out an entire week. That city would fucking collapse. Um, Texas, I think you'd be all good on here. Uh, but New York going in and out of there, you still got to go through the bridges and tunnels and all that other shit. And I think a lot of people forget about the fees, dude, those tolls. I'm going to look up what they are now, but back in the day, man, it was 20 bucks, uh, just to get in. And then another 20 bucks on the way out. Uh, for this shit. So Lincoln tunnel, mm-hmm. I forget where that goes from, but it's a car SUV or so two axles yep. is 1275. Okay. Uh, class one or class 11 vehicles with trailer, three axles, 24, three axle vehicle, $57. It's a lot of money. Yeah, It's a lot of money. So not only, uh, are you losing the truckers, but then you're going to lose that money in, uh, now what I would, I would really like to see happen. What they did in Canada is, uh, going through Lincoln tunnel. Um, they got the BQE and all that other shits. Uh, there's about three major ones there. If you, and they're only about two lanes a piece. Have you took in a couple of these fucking big rigs, dude, and just parked them side by side in that tunnel? Let's say, let's go four or six, actually. Uh, forgive me on that. Let's do uh, two, two, and two, and try to pull those things out of there with the truckers and everything else, uh, and then really not let anybody in? God damn, that would shut down the fucking city. Uh, and you want to see real chaos? Great. You'd have real chaos there. Now, they've also talked about potentially going down to Washington, D.C. and doing this as well. Love to see that happen. Um, the traffic there in D.C. is something special. And I grew up in Atlanta, uh, lived in L.A. forever, but the traffic in D.C. is on another fucking level. Yes, you could shut down D.C. easily as well. So I think the truckers have more power than they realize. And uh, if you really want to make a change in this country and you're pissed off enough about what's going on in the world, these are definitely the guys to do it. Um, you know, we can make fun of Chicago Ray and his accent and all that other shit. And he was filming himself while he was driving the whole time. Uh, sure, that's fine. But Chicago Ray and his boys got a lot of fucking power here. And uh, I would love to see it just as a social experiment and see what happens for the week. Because then this could spread to other industries. And if you're truly unhappy with your government, which I think we all are on both sides right now, 
Um, seeing everyday people stand up and being able to control a food supply uh, or how your kids learn or anything like that, that would be the most effective way to protest what's currently going on if you're unhappy with the government. Uh, so I personally would like to see this just to see what happens here. But uh, I mark my words, day three or four in New York is going to get real fucking dark, dude. And uh, you're going to be begging for the likes of Chicago Ray in there. I still haven't heard a statement on the reasoning behind like Letitia James and all those guys. I, I know uh, Eric Trump was fined $4 million. So was uh, DJ TJ. That's Don Jr. As he's affectionately known up there, was fined $4 million as well. Um, but uh, I, I would like to see what the answer is on this and whether or not uh, you could fucking appeal this. Because uh, this guy was a Supreme Court justice in New York, so I'm not sure how that works. Uh, typically, you, you ask for a change of venue in this case, which I believe he did, was also denied. But when you don't have a jury there and the judge is just making his own decisions uh, with the Attorney General of New York, I don't know what the fuck you could possibly do there. Um, but if this is the way New York's legal system is headed, and all eyes will be on that Daniel Penny trial as well uh, as that comes up. Uh, the Marine who uh, choked out that homeless dude who was trying to kill everybody on the fucking train there. Yeah, man, I, it might not be a bad idea and just say, hey, fuck you guys all the way around. Um, because in New York City, you've already taken a high school and say, hey, go home. We need this for, for immigrants because a storm's coming. So just stay home and learn from home. Don't worry about missing your job and having to sit there with your kids in front of a fucking Zoom. Uh, and then how are you going to pay for that day? And how do you call your boss and say, hey, Guess what, Carlos? I'm sorry, man. I can't come into Staples today. I can't come into Office Depot today and work because they shut down my kid's high school for immigrants, and now I got to stay home and teach them from home. You're affecting a lot of people's lives up there, and it's gotten so bad. Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go, Chicago, Ray. I like how we casually mentioned that video, too, that'll be in Wisconsin for two weeks. Um, look, they have the power in this. There's such a shortage in it. They want to make other deliveries. They can. Uh, another trucker here said, uh, uh, Jennifer Hernandez, we got women driving big rigs now. I like it. They need anybody, I like man. I they know. Gotta get, they got to get, you got to get it. Just uh, get those trucks across. Yeah. She's saying, uh, look, man, I'm in, it could shut down New York city and I'm not trying to hurt the people in New York. It's not what I'm trying to do, but if New York loses just 10% of the trucks that go in there, their prices are going to skyrocket on everything from milk to eggs to any type of goods. Uh, and what the consumer needs. And when that happens, it's going to cost everybody more money. It, it is. And she's right on that. Um, and that'll be, that, that'll be in the first couple days. Um, and then people are going to start selling shit. And they're going to start stealing shit. Um, because they can't afford it. And that's when it's going to get really fucking bad there. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> other guy said, keep fucking around. You're going to find out here. Uh, now Chicago Ray is claiming that 95% of truckers support the former president uh, and said the bosses of all the freight companies, uh, ain't going to care if we deny the loads, uh, because we'll just go elsewhere, um, because there's so much work to be had. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, uh, and then Trump just posted that, uh, it's, that it's been an honor to have so many great patriots on the side of freedom. Joe Biden's unfair and dangerous weaponization of law enforcement is a serious threat to democracy and then make America great again, obviously. You gotta end with that slogan. You gotta end with that slogan. Uh, Want to talk about the shoes as well that we brought up yesterday, the old Trump shoes. Um, Bob, if you can, can you pull these up on eBay here? 
Um, everybody seems stunned from the left that uh, these are going for, for thousands and thousands of dollars here. Uh, pull these fuckers up on eBay. Let's just see what a pair is going for today. I feel like since we've done this story, they've only increased. Jesus Christ, that's not real, is it? That's a real page on eBay. $450,000 for a pair of these? Yeah, I mean, I'm, there's all kinds of it. Are those real gold? Size nine, too. Yeesh. Who Tiny wears a nine? Feet. Yeah, small man. Small, small man, man trying to overcompensate. Small man. So, this one's down. The, so, yeah, this other Trump one, those 2,500s, not there. Here's 20,000. Okay. This one seems to be up. If you scroll down, Bob, usually on eBay, they'll give yeah, you. There yeah, you there's go. another one for six. So, this is 20, well, 19.99. Size 10. Uh, I need a 12, dog. Yeah, these Type in Trump 16, shoes tie, size 12. Nine I and a half. All right, hold on. Nine and a half. I'm going to cut it, friend. Does Trump have tiny feet? No. Uh, he's 6'3". Yeah, but he uh, might. He's got, he's got small hands. So when I shook his hand, I met him a couple of times. When I shook his hand, he's got small hands. That's true. So that story that you have heard in the media, that one I can confirm. But he's, uh, he's a big dude in real life. Like, I was shocked. Um, I was like, oh, shit, we're fucking eye to eye, and I'm kissing 6'4". Right. Here's allegedly a pair for size 12. Three grand? Three grand. For size 12 there. When, when, when can I receive these? I mean, this person hasn't even received them yet. No, they don't come out until July. Now, we can also break this down into payment, a payment plan. Oh, shit. Yeah, what do we got there for a year? No interest if paid in full in six months. Six months. All right. So you're looking at five hundred a month there. You for... basically take out a PayPal credit card. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And I, I know that it's Klarna or something like that. A lot of people are using that shit right now. Um, I think my wife would be stoked to see a five hundred dollar charge every month for Trump shoes. I'll probably do it. You know, she'll love it, uh, and I'm sure she understands. You know, it's it's about my shoe game, and that's what I really fucking care about. And uh, and this is the best way to spend money right now. Do you like this? So, uh, for real, uh, yeah, I try to buy a pair. Like actually, uh, I don't know. I want to see him in real life, but um, to be, if we're being real about all the sneaker shit, like I think a lot of the the expensive, like cool fucking sneakers that everybody you know kills themselves over, um, aren't my fucking jam. Like they're just too wild looking, and I think that's the thing with these. I think this was on purpose because looking at the other shoes, they look pretty fucking normal. Um, I think these. We're meant to do exactly what's happening now. They're not terrible. They're I'll not terrible. I, they're, same. I like. I, I don't think they're terrible at all. And, I would not uh, spend three grand on this. I wouldn't either. Um, and the Yeezys were sent to me, by the way. The ones back there, if you cut to the wide. Uh, and then if you don't believe me, Dan's not here. He's not here. But um, these, uh, these Yeezys were sent to me. Those were pretty fucking comfortable. I don't know who made those. Um, but when I met with them, the, uh, the campaign sent a bunch of shit. Uh, and we, I wore them on the election show, I think in 2020. Um, but, uh, these are, these are exactly what I expect coming out of sneaker con, not from just Trump, but like mm -hmm. anybody, to be honest with you. Now, could you trade in your Trump NFTs for these shoes? Like, have they gone up in value? The NFTs? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Those sold out in four minutes too, man. I know, but have they increased value? I don't know. I don't know how to check that shit. Uh, I gave up on the NFTs uh, pretty much the day they came out. Um, not just Trump's, but every NFT. I never subscribed to that bullshit. You and Giorgio were uh, were riding on that for a while. Can I interest you in a TJ McConnell drop, uh, top shot? Sure can't. NBA yeah, digital sure card. Can't. You sure can't. Um, but I did have one of my, Is a true story, one of my uh, B-fries uh, from back in the day bought one of the, the Bored Ape Yacht Club ones. And I go, hey, bro, I hit him up because he posted it, right? 
and he doesn't have a big social media following. He's relatively famous for what he does. Um, pretty famous, like you would know who he is. And, uh, and I said, hey, dude, why did you do this? Like, why the fuck did you do this? And he goes, look, man, I buy and sell art. Why isn't this the same thing? And I was like, because why couldn't I just screenshot this and get the same effect everywhere I go? Like, you're not going to know that I screenshot it. I don't have to pay you um, some royalty fee to use this shit. Uh, so let's not pretend that this is ever going to be a thing. And he goes, no, man, I did my research. <laughs> I did my best. And I'm fucking, this one ape, man, just really said something to me. And I was like, uh-huh. Okay, um, and he spent uh, $18,500 on one of those ape things. I'm not kidding, dude. And he's rich, so it doesn't really matter, right? Uh, let's face it. If, I, if the seltzer fucking company sold, um, yeah, dude, I'd buy these fucking Trump shoes off of eBay right now. I wouldn't give a fuck. Uh, but there's no way my wife is going to let me do that, all right? Same with everybody else at home. You're what? You're not. We want. We all want the goddamn shoes. Your wife's not going to let you do it. Uh, but now that ape that ape thing is worth fucking zero dollars. Now yeah, what was it Logan Paul spent like oh six God. figs on a NFT and it ends up yes being worth like ten bucks. So now behind the scenes, uh, quietly, there is a lawsuit going on against a bunch of these celebrities that were allegedly all in on trying to build up the Bored Ape Yacht Club community, and they were all posting at different times to drive up the prices, and then they were buying and reselling them and everything else. The hilarious story that I heard, and I cannot confirm this, by the way, uh, and I'm not talking shit, I, I, I don't have a confirmation of this, was uh, the Nelk Boys. So the Nelk Boys allegedly were in on this and were kind of, uh, I guess, um, identified in the background as part of this lawsuit or potentially uh, part of it. And what they did was they stuck the board ape yacht on the, the yacht club thing on the, uh, on a box of happy dead. So on their fucking seltzer, they stuck it on there and they're like, no, no, no. We bought this NFT to use and actually sell, uh, to the public and everything else. And it's part of the box design. And, uh, and I bought it and just to, to confirm it, they did a banana flavor, which if you're saying to yourself at home, Hey, Ross, would you ever make a banana flavor of Hardy F. Seltzer? The answer is a hard no on that one. It sounds exactly uh, like you think it does, and, and it tastes exactly like you think it sounds. It's not great. But, but when I sat there and, and thought about it, though, and I'm looking at this box, and it's only one flavor in there, and it's just banana. With a, You can pull it up, Bob, if you want. Um, type in a Happy Dad Banana in there, and you can see the side of the box with the ape on it. That's the only justification for making a banana flavor of anything is that they were like, man, we've got to get out of this fucking bored ape yacht club lawsuit. Look at this goddamn thing. That's the only justification. Look, for looks this. fucking terrible. Yeah. Could be interesting. Is it awful? It's not great. Okay. It's not great. Um, it's banana. Like banana never has, a, has never had a strong taste in our entire lives, even if you were just eating a banana on your own. I like bananas. I do too, but it's one of those things where you have to eat an actual banana. Have you ever had anything banana flavored in your life? No. I've had the pudding, but they actually use real bananas in that. Uh, they, they don't, they don't they, do this in seltzer. They do like strawberry banana flavors usually. They, they mix it. Right. Yeah. This one, though, is, uh, is a classic banana because that's what apes eat. That's what monkeys eat there. And, and it's all fine, and congratulations. You might have beat the system and all that shit, but... Uh, I never got into it. I couldn't do the NFTs. I just didn't understand why you just couldn't take a picture with your phone and then just show that to people and be like, all right, cool, man. Here's what this is. Congratulations. I, and what was the royalty system on the back end supposed to be? Who was in charge of that? 
It's like a fucking yeah. blockchain, man. <laughs> uh, who the fuck knows, dude? That's what I heard forever. No, man, it's the blockchain. It's yeah, it's complicated, but they keep track of it, and whoever uses it on stuff, you're gonna get X amount of dollars. No, no, you're not. I don't know how to track any of this shit. Crypto's up though. Crypto is up. Bitcoin's uh, at fifty two. Bit, Bitcoin is is up, man, and maybe that is the thing, right? It's like that's the only thing that's really held on throughout all this bullshit over the last what six to eight years. Bitcoin and uh, what about Ethereum? Ethereum's almost at three. Is it really? Yeah, so everything's pumping right now. So when you never hear about it, that's when it does well. The minute you hear that it's time to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum, sell. Sure. Yeah, or just sure. like don't even get involved. You're, you're too late. But I will say this. So over the years, as we've talked about this shit, the NFT thing I can never get into, never did it. Uh, I did go in on Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, and I... I Doubled my money, almost doubled it and halved it. At one point, though, it was up like 4X. And uh, you think to yourself, oh, I should have got down then or whatever. Um, who, who do we have on the show? Joe Pompliano. Uh, love his Twitter, by the way. Uh, him and his brother are all in on crypto, in particular just these two. And I know Bitcoin um, is, is their highest position that they have. They swore by it, and uh, I you know, got out of it. And if you're saying it's at 52, I sold mine at 24. So it's fucking doubled since then. Shit. I think I bought mine. It's uh, nine and a half. So whatever that is, um, you know, and I sold it 24. If I would have kept that and it would have kept going and everything else, it might be here to stay. I think eventually the government will intervene on it, but uh, you're fine now. Uh, if you can't figure out uh, whether or not you're going to shut down your own border, maybe they're not going to fuck with this digital shit for a long time, you know, and that's kind of half the battle on this. Uh, and speaking of half the battle here, there has been uh, lab-grown testicles created uh, in what is being billed as a male fertility breakthrough. This is out of Israel. Maybe this is why we're giving money to Israel. It's because we want uh, fake testicles to pump out semen because nobody's making kids anymore. Uh, scientists have successfully grown working testicles in a dish. That could one day help solve male fertility, uh, which affects one in 12 men worldwide. Uh, this is according to researchers here at uh, Barlan University in Israel, produced uh, tiny organoids, artificial miniature organs that closely mimic the structure and function of natural testicles. These lab-grown organs uh, cultured from cells, sampled from mouse testicles. It's always mice. God damn it. So they chopping off the nuts of these little fucking mice and then pumping out sperm? Son of a bitch, dude. Uh, they form small tubules that uh, parallel the sperm, producing uh, tubules found in real testicles. And, uh, and here's their statement. Artificial testicles are a promising model for basic research on testicle development and function, which can be translated into therapeutic applications uh, for disorders of sexual development and infertility. Look at that, dude. Look at that. I, I think if you're going to do this, you got to come out of the gate strong. You got to give your first testicle to Lance Armstrong. Who do you got, Bob? I think Lance. I was going to ask you, did you ever have the like, I don't know if it's like an urban legend or what in college where you could sell a testicle to science for like 200 grand? No, but uh, the plasma thing was really big. The plasma thing was big. It's like, because, you know, women can sell eggs, right? They sell yep. eggs for like 10 grand. Or they can do that. Crazy like that. But sperm is worthless because right. 
you know, everybody will donate their fucking sperm. But there was like a rumor that like you could, you know, you could sell a testicle to science for like two, three hundred grand. No, the uh, the rumor at our school at Ohio State was uh, th- they were looking for sperm donors. And um, if you couldn't get there, that the nurse would actually walk in. And then there was a rumor that there was this hot nurse working there and that she would help you get the fucking sperm out. Um, and that kind of one made people do it. Now, my buddy actually went for my fraternity to do it and uh, found out that that was not the case. And, uh, and the woman was actually insulted when he asked her if he could have some help back there. He just wasn't handsome and enough. That's a true story. He just wasn't good looking I, Oh, I, I, oh, I wish I could say his name right now. No, he was not. No, he was not. And he was, the, he was one of the only dudes that I saw in college with uh, neck hair and lower back hair. Where that's a trouble spot right there. And he had a hot girlfriend the whole time. And uh, she always, always had a wandering eye. And I was like, we knew why. As soon as that motherfucker took off his shirt and he had a huge, you know, patch of neck hair and lower back hair, I'm sure she wanted to vomit all over her tits. And uh, it was a long life for him. And she eventually moved on. And uh, we did find her sleeping with uh, somebody else inside the house, which was nice. But uh, so neither that woman or his girlfriend wanted to help him extract sperm. Correct. Yeah. Which is probably why he went to the clinic to test it out. Now, he told us it was to see if it was real and like, you know, part of the bit and everything else. I'm not so sure. I think he was just hoping to get jacked off in there uh, to which I said to him, hey, there's a bunch of Asian pop up massage uh, parlors all over the city of Columbus there. Why not just go and get jacked off on one of those goddamn things? And he goes, well, you know, I, wanna, I don't want to pay for it. One of those guys was like, man, I don't, I don't pay for sex, bro. I don't pay for sex. You do if the girl's hot enough for sure, dude. Absolutely, you fucking moron. Uh, so instead, what was, I go, what's the least embarrassing thing? You going into a jack shack uh, down the street or asking the nurse at the sperm donor clinic to jack you off? Uh, and in hindsight, he goes, yeah, asking her because the look that I got was, was horrific. Although he did say that she told him that wasn't the first time this has happened. So I don't know how big that urban legend got. And if other people were, were going in hoping to get jacked off by homegirl, but it is what it is. Uh, and to this day, I don't know what happened to him. When you have neck hair and back hair like that, does it continue to grow? Does it eventually touch? Yeah, I think it, I think it, forms one solid thing like the older you get like he's just got a fucking back bush now i think so i think that's that's what eventually happens there and then that's not fun um i've had buddies who are too hairy on the chest side and you're probably one of them delco um you ever thought about waxing up no fuck man no. dude i knew a lot of fucking dudes he's who got, did that in college but he's got like manageable chest hair i have he's, great chest he's hair. got n- f- normal flat to the chest kind of chest hair he doesn't oh have you're, that, you're okay then, he doesn't yeah. have that like that curly bush that's coming out bush. of the yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, i knew a lot of dudes who did that in college where it was just like hey and i asked one of my buddy, i was like what's the what's the stitch with that and he goes man i think this is for older women and he goes i'm not gonna shave it when i'm older but uh but for right now College girls definitely don't dig this shit. And I was like, eh, agreed. You know? do not dig a fucking shaved chest. Uh, they do not. I don't know, man. I, the amount of women who love like a Chalamet and shit like that, I'm like, because they're hairless. Um, That's a little boy. It is, but it's, it's a thing. It's one way or the other. Either you dig it or you don't. 
And I think it is older women that dig it for sure. And if I'm currently rocking what I have on my face right now, right. I imagine the woman wants hair. Yes. Because you know, looking at a guy like you, like, oh, shit, all right. Homeboy's growing hair everywhere. Um, this isn't a, just a facial thing. Because that's thick. I could never grow a beard that thick. Um, shit, I can't grow a fucking beard now, dude. So, yeah, I, I could never grow something that thick. You got to know what you're getting into here at this point. Uh, another story today uh, regarding Trump is, uh, is about the upcoming election. Uh, Nate Silver <laughs> from 538. Holy shit. Um, is uh, urging Biden to stand down and get out of the fucking race in August. Um, man, this is the 90th time I've heard this now. Uh, somebody else on good authority, everybody's always saying this on good authority. I know, I think it was Ramaswamy the other day, said uh, that Biden's going to get out in August. Um, Bob, is the convention? Is there a convention in August? Is that why that's the date? Because to me, that's too fucking close to the actual election. It is August 19th to August 22nd. But they just keep, it's like the end of the world. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, the apocalypse is going to be in 2012. Oh, actually, it's 2016. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. All right, kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. Free bacon. For an entire year over there. If you go to moinkbox.com slash drinking bros, let's go. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. Gigantic fan of this company. Uh, Lucinda, the owner, was on the show. She was also on Shark Tank. Mr. Wonderful said it was the best, best bacon he's ever had in his entire life. I agree. She brought some in uh, when she was on the show. She brought a whole picnic basket, by the way. Uh, we ended up eating and hanging out, uh, and it was fucking awesome, dude. Please go and support this company. And this is the best, most fresh meat you could possibly have. Is coming straight from literally her farm, boom, to your house. Uh, and they ship it in these boxes. It's got uh, ice in it, so it's nice and cold and chilly. Pop that in the freezer or pop it in the oven. The stove or where the grill, wherever you're cooking meats at, and you're ready to rock. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by the Chinese. And their hogs are given something called uh, ractopamine, which is banned in 160 countries, including China. Yet you find it in your grocery aisle every single day. There's a better way. I want to tell you about Moink. That is Moo plus Oink. Moink delivers grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pasteurized pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. And as a result... Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. I can promise you that. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste uh, and you can feel good knowing you're helping a family um, that believes in farms uh, that stay financially independent and they're not owned by anyone else. So when you order moinkbox.com slash drinking bros, you choose the meats delivered in every single box. Uh, if you like ribeyes, great. And put those in there. Chicken breasts. Awesome. Put those in there. Pork chops, salmon fillets. Uh, they got a ton of other stuff on there. Uh, the chicken wings highly recommend, dude. We eat those all the fucking time at my house. Uh, plus you can cancel any time. Uh, it's one of my favorite companies that we work with. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash drinking bros right now. Listeners of the show get free bacon for an entire year. That is one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time spelled 
M-O-I-N-K box.com slash drinking bros. That's moinkbox.com slash drinking bros. I put like four steaks together in my last order, dude. Uh, I had one last night. I love this goddamn company, dude. You'll never have to twist my arm reading their ads, dude. Um, best in the biz. Uh, next up, dude, speaking of best in the biz, this is something you should have, dude. Got the wellness company here. Are you prepared for the unexpected? In a world where chaos seems to lurk around every corner, being prepared is no longer a choice. It's a necessity. That's where the wellness company comes in. Imagine having the peace of mind uh, that you're equipped to handle any medical crisis from tick bites to the latest pandemic. The wellness company's medical emergency kit is your lifeline. Packed with essential medications like ivermectin, emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and more, this kit is your ultimate preparedness solution. The wellness company's team of renowned medical professionals, including Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Dr. True Pinsky, and Dr. James Thorpe, to name a few. Uh, there's a bunch of other uh, truth-seeking doctors that have been designed, uh, that have designed a kit out there that sets the gold standard for safety and prevention. Keep one in your house. Keep one in your car. Don't wait for the next crisis to strike. Visit twc.health/drinkingbros. Use the promo code drinkingbros for an exclusive 15% discount. Prepare today and rest easy tomorrow. We won't be resting, though, with this next ad read. I can promise you that. Talking about joy mode. Time to get that boner on. Yeah, dude. Going to go to usejoymode.com slash bros and get 20% off with the code DRINKINGBROS at checkouts over there. What is joy mode? Oh, you know what it is, brother. It's exactly what it sounds like here, okay? I think we speak for uh, most men on this show when uh, when we say we want to have better sex sometimes. Sometimes you want a little bit of that extra juice down there. Uh, and for the sake of your partner, look, you might need to have better sex. Ask her or him. No judgment here. Uh, the issue is the over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, uh, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. That's why we've partnered with our friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all-natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. Their trademark product, the Sexual Performance Booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow, firmness, stamina, and performance. It's like a pre-workout, but for sex. Yeah. All the ingredients have been assessed uh, in peer-reviewed journals, and uh, they've also been studied and researched in humans. Comes in a little palm-sized packet, like your favorite uh, electrolyte powder. It's like liquid IV, bro. It's like liquid IV. It's all it is. Little little powder stick. Uh, you pop that in about six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold literally uh, redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymode.com for 20 percent off with the code drinking bros it's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code drinking bros at use j-o-y-m-o-d-e.com uh, ingredients with integrity integrity joy mode let's go last but not least we got hardafseltzer.com Shit, you can mix it with some hard-ass seltzer if you want. Pop that joy mode in there. Brand here. We're live 
in Texas, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Ohio right now. All right. Just found out we're in 40 HEBs here in Texas, expanding very, very quickly across the great state of Texas right now. Um, I can tell you this. If you go up to that Nutty Brown uh, one, that HEB here in Austin, that's right by the studio. Uh, we got all the end caps there stocked up. They got 50 cases up in that bitch. Uh, a lot of you guys went to the tasting in Dallas last weekend. Yeah, dude. Fucking get some 8% seltzer in the store. Blackout needs some Hot Pockets. I love it. Uh, we're in every single Total Wine right now in the state. Uh, I believe we're about to open up into uh, four specs here by the end of the week. We'll also got a tasting coming up this Friday. Uh, follow, uh, follow us for that on all, all the Drinking Bros accounts, and I'll give you the deets there. I believe it's from 12 to 3. This Friday, right outside of Dallas over there at the HEB. That should be fun times. Uh, but we're everywhere. You can go to the store locator on hardafseltzer.com. Type in your city or zip code there, and it'll take you to the closest location nearest you. Or you can just remember that we're in Total Wines throughout the South. All the Piggly Wigglies in uh, Alabama over there. Ton of stores in Georgia uh, in Tennessee, Frugal McDougal's in Nashville over there, Smoky Mountain Axe House in Knoxville. And then we're on a ton of college campuses, man. So uh, University of uh, Auburn, we're at Tiger Liquors. Uh, University of Alabama, we're in Tuscaloosa at Corks and Tops, that shell station there. 1405 University Boulevard is all stocked up. Uh, UCF down there, we're at Pat's Liquors. Ohio State's gangbanging out there. 14-0 Liquors on campus, Pine House in the short north, Urban Myers Pine House out in Dublin has got you covered. The Standard Hall got you all juiced up there down by campus. If you're watching some of the games this weekend, March Madness is coming up. Uh, Total Wines out there in Wilmington, North Carolina. All the brew-throughs there in the Outer Banks. All you people in Virginia that want to pop on over, had to hit those brew-throughs. All hard AF seltzers in there. Boonies, we're out there in Boonies. Uh, up there as well, and uh, all the brunches down in Wilmington, along with one of my favorite restaurants, too, that I used to take the fam to probably like two days a week, which is uh, Whiskey Creek Trail. Go in there and ask them for some hard AF seltzer. Now, if you're not in one of those states or one of the surrounding states, we still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. Support us and support the show by buying a 12-pack today. And not look, I got this wrong as well. I thought he was going to be out of there by Christmas time, um, specifically right between Christmas and New Year's, and I was wrong. Um, I don't think he's getting out at all. I think all of this is, is wishful fucking thinking here at this point. And for whatever reason, and how much whatever he remembers right now currently or whatever, this motherfucker wants to be president of the United States. And I don't, give, I, I don't think he gives a shit whether or not he actually dies in office. He thinks he's the best guy for the job. And, uh, and I've given up on that. I think Dan still lives in that, that he's going to get out of there in August. But to me, it's... Okay, so what is it? You said the 19th through the 22nd? Uh, through like the 24th. I okay. Think. Oh shit. All right. The 24th. That puts you roughly. Oh, no, 22nd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what is that? Eight weeks before the election. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. There's only one candidate in my opinion that could step in on August 22nd and get that amount of votes. And it's Michelle Obama. So I don't, I, and I don't think she wants to do it, uh, to be honest with you, man. She hated being in there. 
with uh, with Barack for for eight years. I don't think she wants to do it. I think this motherfucker is just going to ride this out, dude. I really do. Um, and you have all these people asking him to stand out, like Nate Nate Silver for Christ's sakes. Holy shit! You don't really get any more left than Nate Silver. Um, man, he says uh, Biden needs to reassure the American public uh, that he's capable of handling public uh, appearances that aren't on easy mode or he needs to stand down or he's going to lose to Trump. Uh, he also said him turning down the Super Bowl interview was bad. Uh, and at this point, he says, personally, I crossed the Rubicon in November, uh, concluding that Biden should stand down if he wasn't able to run a normal reelection campaign, meaning things like uh, conducting these interviews, doing rallies, etc. Yes, it is a huge risk, he says. And yes, uh, Biden can still win. But he's losing now, and there's no plan to fix the problems other than hoping that the polls are wrong or that voters look at the race differently uh, when they have more time to focus on it. Uh, Silver also wrote that uh, shielding Biden from the media leads people to conclude there's something to be concerned about. Uh, He even noted that uh, even the most optimistic Democrats, if you read between the lines, are really arguing that Democrats could win despite Biden and not because of him. Look, good luck with that. I was also wrong about this in 2020 as well. I didn't think you could win a campaign from the basement, and he did. Um, so you, ha- you already have the playbook. It worked once in 2020. If you're Biden, you think this is going to work again. And if you love the job that much um, to be willing to, to fucking die in that seat, yeah, dude, he's not fucking going anywhere. Um, I think he's going to ride this out. So unless he dies before the election or unless Hillary has him fucking murked, I think he's going to ride this out and he's going to be in there. And if he does end up winning, if we have a fair election, uh, I don't think that he can make it the full term. There's just absolutely no way at this point. Um, and I think it would be Kamala as president and uh, you'd be into a world of hurt uh, at that point. Um, but yeah, man, I don't think he's getting out of there. Uh, it's interesting to see all these people on the left uh, coming out and asking him to, to step down and do it. But no. Um, you know, the other part about this is uh, I don't know what the interest is. I don't know how you get young voters involved in this election at all. Even Trump, uh, Trump will be 78 on the day uh, of the election. I believe he's 77 now. He'll be 78 on the day. Biden will be 82 on the day. I don't know how you get any young voter to care about this election whatsoever. Um, I'm looking here at the, the early turnout for, for Georgia, which is obviously where I'm from. And uh, it says only 16,000 people's, uh, only 16,000 Georgia voters uh, turned out at the start of early voting for the presidential primary. And that ain't a lot, man. That ain't a lot. So I'm not sure how you get it, people interested in this. Uh, it's very odd because I feel like we talk about it on podcasts. I feel like some of these news outlets are talking about it, but I don't see the big pushback on social media like I did four years ago. I see it from the older people. Like I'm still, you know, seeing Rob Reiner's bullshit or De Niro getting out there saying fuck everybody and all that other stuff. But like, who cares? They're the same age as those guys. So like, is anybody listening to those fuckers? Probably not. Uh, as far as younger wise, like shit, uh, Seth MacFarlane was actually on uh, Bill Maher's show on Friday night and, uh, and couldn't figure it out. He's like, I, don't care for, I can't believe people run for, what is this, run for Trump? I can't believe it. And Bill Maher actually shut it down. He was like, what, what can't you believe? Like, uh, there was a lot of fucked up things going on on both sides. Like, you genuinely can't see it. 
But does anybody care about Seth MacFarlane? Um, I think, you know, the he's young, young voters. Man. He I is, know. He's mille- he, millennials like Seth MacFarlane, and he's a Gen Xer, right? So it's yeah. kind of, he doesn't really, I mean, people still like Family Guy, I guess, so maybe he talks to young people. I'm looking at the voter statistics for presidential election turnout for youth voters. Yeah. 2020, literal all-time high, or second highest all-time between mm-hmm. 18 and 29, 55% turnout. 2016, the first time Trump ran, 44%, so kind of right in the middle. Uh, 2012, second Obama run, 45%. The first Obama run, which was like, oh, shit, the youth turned out, blah, 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 51%. Actually, not even as high as Clinton's first run, which was 52 So it goes, it is like peak and valley. Like, it goes really high, then really low. Second Clinton turnout was the lowest ever for youth. So okay, my guess is it's based on... Uh, historically, it's going to drop by five to ten points compared to 2020. Okay, youth, youth turnout. Yeah, I just don't know how you get them interested unless uh, you get one of these big artists to turn out. I I've heard the Taylor Swift bullshit and everything else. Like, uh, if she wants to to tell you who the, who to vote for and all that stuff, fine. Will young people actually do it? I'm not sure. Uh, who are the younger artists that could generate besides Taylor Swift that could generate heat in election? Um, I don't know any conservative ones. Do you got anybody on the left there that would, that would come out that'd be like, oh yeah, shit, I want to do this. I can't think of them to be honest with you. Uh, even in the last one, um, I remember they got Springsteen and all those fucking dudes to come out and do concerts, uh, the night before, but I don't know if that excitement is there. And I don't know if there's somebody, uh, powerful enough beyond Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, sure. Uh, but besides her, that could really get these, these young kids out to vote. Um, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, but I don't know how you generate the excitement in this one. And I think that's another big factor in this. Michelle would definitely do it. And again, I know Dan, um, hates it, but, uh, I think for sure, uh, Democrats would be all in on that. And, uh, and that would be a slam dunk. Again, I I just don't know. I don't think she wants to do it. Uh, next up here is a wild fucking story here. Uh, there was a high school basketball game. Uh, that was abandoned after a trans player uh, injured three female opponents um, in a shocking video here. If you can pull this up. I have not watched the video. One of our listeners sent this article in here today. Um, I would love to see this, though. I'll find it. It was on libs of TikTok. Was it? Mm. If it is what I think it is, this is... This is going to be like that brutal hockey hit we saw a couple months ago. Boy, that would be great. I was saving it for this show. Let's, I, we'll, we'll find the well, footage the hockey, first. Do you the, hockey the hockey hit was hit? not brutal. It was, it was just it was some like, dumb girl. That, yeah, that, that was dumb. I, I, if this one, from what I re- remember seeing of this one, it was definitely a little more. All right, so here it is. Uh, Pop this up full screen and see this fucking thing. Why is everybody blurred out? Are these kids? Yeah, they're all underage. Oh, I didn't they're know all that. minors. I didn't know that. It's a high school. It's a high school. No shit. Okay. Uh, press, the, press play. Let's see this video. I mean, he definitely ripped away the rebound from homegirl, but um, <laughs> she's down. Egging it up. She's down there. That looks like a fucking dude. I mean, that's just a dude with a jersey on, though. I mean, we're not even pretending anymore on that one. Where was this? Uh, look in a sec. So, yeah. Here's the play one more time. Okay. Rips the ball out. Or she actually That's tried. a clean play. That's a clean play. That's a clean play. It's a clean play, but uh, when you're wrestling uh, the ball away from a dude. 
You're not going to have the advantage in that one. Um, I'm just glad that Juana Man has finally come true, though. I'm I'm pretty amped about that. Yeah, so we're dominated. I know, no shit, dude. Um, let's do it. Although, try to get in a fucking three point contest against Caitlin Clark. Good luck. You ain't beating her. You ain't beating her, friend. Uh, <laughs> fucking, that's about it. Um, she should be in prison. <laughs> so that's how I beat her. This was in Massachusetts. Oh, the so. old Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, so it says here the Massachusetts high school girls basketball team was forced to forfeit its game after a transgender player of the opposing team injured three players. Uh, the collegiate charter school of Lowell girls basketball team dropped out of their February 8th game against uh, KIPP Massachusetts. After one of KIPP's players, who is a biological male, injured three of their female athletes. Uh, it says the, the, the charter school decided to forfeit because the other players feared getting injured and not being able to compete in the playoffs that were a few days later. Even girls basketball, dude, load management. Rest up. You got to rest up, dog, for those playoffs. That are Kawhi the ruined the game. Sure did. Sure did shit. High school athletes are taking it easy now, huh? Fuck, dude. Uh, says when the coach saw three more go down in the first half, leaving him with only five players, he made the call to, to end the game early. The upcoming charter school playoffs were looming, and he needed a healthy and robust, uh, robust bench for four days there of the tournament. And, uh, and they left after just 16 minutes of play. So. Uh, yeah, it's weird to see. It's a white dude. So I get it. He's not playing college. He's not moving on to the next level. This is the highest he could possibly get. And if he wasn't good enough for the, the boys basketball team in high school, flip that up into a fucking pony like that. Like he just did. And, uh, and hop on over to the girls side and just give that a whirl and see what happens there. Um, how this is allowed to go on, I don't really understand. What's the what's the laws in Massachusetts there? I mean, it, obviously they clearly permit it, I guess. But. Uh, yeah, it's permitted. I don't. Uh, I mean, they they actually do list a bunch of the codes are. But oh, here it's it is. Like uh, yeah. Uh, so four three point uh, three point one in the handbook says a student shall not be excluded from participation on a gender specific sports team that is consistent with the student's bona fide. Gender identity. Oh, so you're just going by identity on this one. You don't even have to get your hammer lopped off for this. Mm -hmm. You can just claim it and say, fuck it. I feel like a little lady today, and I want to go out there and play. I mean, even before this, right, this became mainstream and in the news, Title IX would entitle males to be able to play female sports if they did not offer a male sport for, like, the field hockey. You would always see, like, a bunch of, like, Pakistani dudes playing field hockey in Pennsylvania because we didn't have a male team. Really? Yeah. So were they playing with girls? Yeah, they would crush. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. Were the girls' parents stoked about this? They sure weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine, man. I can imagine. Yeah, Bob, I'm uh, soccer season starting up here now that it's the spring. And uh, it is still co-ed up until like age six. So... We're going to have to go at this here pretty oh, really? soon. Yeah. I feel like I was cut to like third grade. Mm, that's first grade, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, six was, uh, that was the team that I was assigned to was co-ed. So I was like, all right, cool, man. We, I played in like, I went to Catholic school though. So the, the schools were smaller. 
Oh, so gotcha, that, might gotcha. be, that might be why. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got the rec league and everything else. Um, you know, look, I, there is some, uh, there are some girls that are signed up for flag football still in like fourth grade. Um, so, you know, who knows? But uh, there's certainly a difference out there. Yeah. I mean, when you're hope- younger, though, when you're a little like that, not really. They're all just running around kind of doing shit but homegirl from the uh, little league world series for philly uh Mode davis that's right yeah. what happened to her i think she plays basketball uh she was a college softball player i'll look it up real quick but yeah she went she switched to softball at some she point. definitely goes maybe howard okay good i i will look you hope for the best on something like that you know um will she be a major league pitcher absolutely not no, well, she she switched off. Um, so you she, uh, man, let's see, Little League World Series, blah blah blah. I think she, I think I looked up that she switched to softball, and she was a softball pitcher somewhere. Just no, con- should be like listed as her college now. Uh, she committed to Hampton University Hampton, to play softball. Uh, made her debut in 2020. Yeah, she only played two seasons for the Hampton softball team. Um, now she's, she's going to Columbia. Good for her, for grad, dude. For grad school. No shit. All right. Way to fucking use that name and all that shit, dude. Uh, Columbia. Jesus Christ. I don't think there's scholarships there either. So, like, that's an expensive goddamn school. You can get a scholarship for Ivy. Mm, I don't think you can. You can. I think you get a partial there. I think it's, uh, it's a 50-50 thing there. No. I've had, uh, I've at least when I was growing up. Because I, I got an offer. But it was only 50. My, one of my best friends played football at Penn. He's, he got full scholarship. No shit. Yeah. Um, I think as you went older, because I, I, I had a buddy who played for Harvard. I think he got a full ride later on. But uh, I'm, a, I'm a couple summers older than you. Okay, Delco, we didn't have all that shit. I have all that fucking bullshit here. Uh, I want to end with billionaires doing psychedelics today. Uh, there's another fucking story here of uh, the guy who invented GoDaddy. Which, look, love GoDaddy. We use GoDaddy. Drinkabros.com is uh, from GoDaddy. I don't even know another goddamn website to buy an internet domain from. You know? I don't know. Um, Angel it's just Fire? GoDaddy. What is it? Angel Fire. I have never used Angel Fire. It's a throwback. Okay. Yeah, GoDaddy is the only thing uh, I've ever used. But uh, he just decided to come out and talk about his uh, four-day psychedelic trip from 2018 for some reason. It feels like every fucking billionaire is out there, and they're just like, man, I'm doing fucking microdosing now. I'm going to do mushrooms. I'm going to go and do ayahuasca and do all the other shit. Um, This guy, Bob Parsons was his name, uh, said he was sitting with two self-styled shamans in Hawaii. Why not? I don't want to go down to the dirty shit that's uh, like Mexico or something. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that bullshit. All right, I want to go to a nice resort. Hawaii's nice. I would do that in Hawaii. What about Costa Rica? No. They have whole resorts for it. No need. No need. If, if they're offering it in Hawaii, yeah. Costa Rica. You guys are island boys. You've both been to Hawaii. I know. I, I liked Hawaii better, but, I mean, Costa Rica is fucking dope, too. I'm sure. I'm Aloha, but, uh, you know, mahalo and all that other shit. But if you're offering Hawaii, I'm all in there. Um, so, yeah, he's with the shamans, and they brewed a, a small pot of psychedelic tea. Ayahuasca there. Uh, the pot held three cups, enough for three people. Uh, Parsons was feeling indulgent, he says. And he drank the entire vessel <laughs> down to the drop. You greedy fuck. You greedy billionaire fuck. Of course you did, dude. He had two other people with him. He was like, nah, dude, I'm going to take this whole thing down. I'm, I'm good, fam. You can, get, you can get the next round. This is all for me. Uh, to hear this old man, if you can bring up a picture of this guy, 
This is what really sells this story for me. Bring up Bob Parsons, the GoDaddy founder. Old as shit. It's just like, yeah, man, I want to fucking do this. I really need to do this. <laughs> he says, I had now, to get one with the gauge. Yeah, He's got gauge earrings. I like that. Oh, does he really? You're kidding. Jesus Christ. That's what that island juice does to you, Bob. You get those gauge earrings. Uh, he said, I was fucking sailing. Uh, psychedelics uh, have become a cliched pastime here, obviously, and, uh, and I agree with that. Um, but I, I, think, uh, I think with this, this type of shit, when you have everything you could possibly ever want, this is, what, this is what happened in L.A. to a lot of people that I was friends with. That became like super famous or whatever, is they felt guilty about the wealth that they got. And then there was like this imposter syndrome of like, why me? Or why did the world choose me uh, for all this fucking stupid shit? And I think that's when you lose your mind and you're seeking for other answers. Uh, also, I think it's, it's why a lot of them start fucking kids where they're like, hey, dude, I've put my penis inside of, of everything, including toaster ovens, easy bake ovens, the whole thing. You name it, I've done it. What's left on this earth? And I think this is the same thing with all this fucking bullshit here where you're trying to figure out why me? Uh, I've certainly have friends do it uh, who were that rich, who were just like, not billionaires, but decent amount, like, uh, you know, multi, multi-millionaires and shit, uh, who have done this, and I ask them the same fucking thing, and they were like, oh, man, I'm just trying to fucking figure out myself. I'm trying to be a better person. Sure. Uh, but I, I, I genuinely think that they, they feel guilty about all of this shit. Um, he says, look, I grew up in East Baltimore. Uh, which means the mean streets, the mean streets. And uh, the guy across the street from me was beat to death. They found his teeth in different parts of the house. Jesus Christ. Uh, it was a lot of tears. And I mean, you deal with everything and it all comes back. And, uh, and he says, this is hard. And that's regarding a psychedelic trip. Bob, come on, man. If, you have, if you're a billionaire from GoDaddy, do you want to really relive the, the neighbor uh, who was beaten to death and they found his fucking teeth in another room? Like, no, just go live your life. What are these people doing? I don't like, know. I but don't th- understand. That's the thing, though, is there's a lot of billionaires in the world, and I feel like you only ever, ever hear about the fucking dumb ones and the weird ones. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of, like, I bet you there's a bunch of no- relatively normal, functional billionaires whose names you will never that know. That is by design. That is of uh, yeah. Those are the good ones. Yeah, yeah. I think if you become this rich uh, and still you know want to go out and do this and talk about it and everything else, like- there's there's three thousand one hundred and ninety four billionaires in the world. My guess is we probably talk about the same two hundred. I I'd say less than that, Bob. Probably less. Yeah, probably same hundred twenty or thirty. I'd go twenty or thirty tops. Okay, I'm trying to be. I'll go. The, the, I'm trying to be generous. To- be- totally, but I'll say you know, let's let's go Bezos, let's go Musk, let's go uh, Zuckerberg. Bezos' wife. I don't even. I don't even think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't even register for me. Uh, but the ex-wife, Mackenzie. right, right, yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah, I, know, I, got- I even know her fucking name. I shouldn't even know her goddamn name. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah, uh, and then like. Steve sports, Ballmer. Sports owners, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Yeah. 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 Once you buy a sports team, you're just like Jerry under Jones. fire all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but that is a great way to solve boredom. Just a bunch of fucking assholes working for you and you're trying to win a championship. I mean, and that's that the best investment you can make because sports teams only appreciate it. 100%. And, and like someone, I hate this person like for personal reasons, but I don't know necessarily that they've done anything that crazy, like Stan Kroenke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he took the ranch to St. Louis River, but like all you ever hear about him is just that 
like that. Like he's kind of a dickhole sports owner, but uh, and gets public money for stadiums he maybe doesn't deserve. Well, Rob, he returned the Rams back to L.A. Yeah, he did, yeah, yeah. And, and he won but a Super Bowl. He's fucking from St. Louis. Uh, yeah, but he, <laughs> won a, he won a Super Bowl but, in a better uh, city, you know, with better weather. We had a bet. We had a more fun Super Bowl winning team. It's fine. We had the greatest show on turf. They had yeah. Matt Stafford's corpse. That's true. Uh, but either That's way, oh, you don't hear anything about his personal life ever. He just goes and lives his rich guy life. Yeah. Yeah. You just hear about him in the sports news sometimes, and you never even hear him say anything. I know. You hear Cuban, you hear Jerry. I 100% you, agree. You even hear Balmer, even though Balmer's just kind of a lovable fucking weirdo, but like, you never hear anything about Stan Kroenke. No. And I, I would just fucking walk away at that point. Like, why post about it? Because the other thing, too, is like, everybody's going to come after you for your shit and your money and all that other shit at that point. Um, fuck, man, I didn't. Even, I took my. We were talking about this on Ross Patterson Revolution, but like, I took my wife out to dinner for for Valentine's Day, and our social media girl was like, "Hey, did you get a picture for so?" And I was like, "No, dude, I got three kids. I just want to hang out with my wife for a couple hours." Like, it didn't even fucking cross my mind. I mean, here, I'll, I'll just read you off the richest person in every state, real quick. Now, I won't do the whole states, but I'm just gonna pick ones. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, let's start with your home state where you grew up. Georgia. Is it Arthur Blank? No. No shit. Jim Kennedy. You ever heard of him? No. Probably has a great life. Uh, yeah. Does yeah. it work for Co- Coca-Cola? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, either got- way, we would know, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. We would know. You don't know. You don't know. Exactly. Uh, if you have to question it, you don't know. Yeah. Now, these people in Oklahoma, I'm going next to Texas because you know Texas. Texas is Elon Musk, right? So Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oklahoma, I, I assume I know what their business is okay. based on their name, but you probably never heard anything about them. Tom and Judy Love. Tom and Judy Love, love. gas stations. Yep. Yeah, Love Truck yeah. Stop gas stations. No is, shit. Is what I assume. Wow, I didn't know that was an actual last name there. I thought it was just a, a fun and flirty one where they were popping a heart up on the signs and be like, "Isn't this great? Something easy to remember." Is that their actual last fucking names? I didn't know that. Yeah. Now All here's right. here's a famous billionaire we know, but probably does it right. Warren Buffett. Oh yeah, yeah, but. That's it, Nebraska, by the way. He's not really seeking. I don't like I, when I picture Warren Buffett. People are seeking him out. I don't know that he's necessarily seeking out. Uh, what do you think? Fucking billion dollar bracket bullshit. He he's well, a little bit of a slut. That's that's a fun one because nobody will ever win that goddamn thing. Okay, now here is the richest person in Florida: twenty-two billion dollars. Holy shit! Thomas Petterfi. No idea. Ever heard? Yeah, nope. I bet he's in real estate. No, he is the CEO of uh, Interactive Brokers. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Exactly. That guy fucking crushes it. Crushes it. Crushes guy's it. Guy fucking gra- has a great life. Uh, Hawaii, $22 billion. Pierre Omidyar. No, no fucking idea. idea They're not is. counting Zuck? Zuck? Not yet. He owns not yet. a Hawaiian he island. Owns, he literally owns the island, Zuck. Uh, it's crazy how much land he owns over there. Yeah. Now, you know, Washington's Bezos. Uh, I guess Oregon, you could say this guy does it right. Phil Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know him, obviously. He's, he's just I the know. ultimate uh, sports booster. He is. And, like, dude, I, let's face it. I would, uh, I would do the same thing in Ohio State, like, for my alma mater. Um, he's going all in this year. He's like, I don't have many years left on this planet. I need to see an Oregon natty. Yeah. Uh, and, and he should, like, if you have that much money and you can do it, why not? Um, there's, uh, somebody I'm, I'm working with currently and, uh, they got so fucking rich. They ended up buying like their, their favorite college bar. And I was like, great. Yes. Why not? That's a blast. Uh, not famous whatsoever. Um, doesn't do anything in the entertainment industry or anything else. And you don't know who he is and he makes a lot of fucking money. 
That would be a fucking dream. Um, what about T-Bone Pickens? Are he's, is he he's dead, dead now? Man, he's dead, he's dead. Yeah, fuck. Now, dude. here's one. I don't know who this richest person in Missouri is. I've never heard of this person. Pauline McMillan Keeneth. I don't know who that is. What does she do? I don't know. I don't, maybe she's part of Monsanto. Damn, dude. Yeah, I don't know who that is, man. Is there anybody that's super famous that we know in one of these states? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like, some. like uh, for Ohio, is it Les Wexner by yep, any chance? It is actually. Is it really? Yeah, nailed it. She uh, inherited nine percent stake in Cargill. Okay, so random. Oh, so she agriculture. trust fund baby. She's an heiress. Yeah, 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 yeah trust yeah. fund baby. God, you can n- say it. No idea who that fucking person is. Yeah, no. Wexner is in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia or oh, Wexner's a bad dude, by the way. He is. He's uh, a real bad. And he's dude. by the way. So the reason I know that is um, half the like, I don't know, three or four of the buildings in on campus there are, are Wexner's. Doesn't he have like connections to FC? Sure does. Sure does. Um, now whether he was straight or not is another story. Uh, and because I, I don't, I don't really know much about his life. I think he owns like Abercrombie and Fitch too, right? So. Who knows? But everybody says he's a horrific person. I think he had like a uh, personal kind of touch with who picked. He would pick like the store employees and stuff back in the day. <laughs> Guys or girls, though? Guys, of course. Yeah. yeah. Never heard of him. Sounds like he's crushing it. Yeah. Who? Who? What? Wexner? Yeah. Never heard of him. Sounds Are you like kidding he's, me? Sounds like he's crushing he's it. No, famous. He, he's not. No, he's, uh, he's an Epstein guy. Sounds like he's crushing it. <laughs> No, no, he 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 can die, and I think everybody would be fine with that. <laughs> everybody would be fine with that. What would you guys do? What do you mean? Would you own a sports team or something like that? No, fuck no. That's so much stress. It's a lot of work. I'm out. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I'll I mean, buy a fucking it island with a billion dollars, right? I mean, as long as you can just put it in a way that you're not losing it all to taxes every year, you don't need. Like I think it's something like with ten million dollars, you could basically live on a hundred thousand dollars a year for the rest of yeah, your life. Yeah, I'm not even like taking so, any type of. Uh, uh, you just keep it in your checking account for God's no, sake. No, no, you do like a super savings account with like four percent, six percent. Yeah, you can get a five percent yeah. uh, I think, I savings. Think the way people do it is they put it in life insurance or something weird like that. Uh, oh, life insurance is a good one, man. I, I've sat with our dude numerous times and, and gone over this because you get the money back uh, years later and they can't tax you for it. Um, you just have to live past, I think it was like 57 or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I've had numerous conversations about that. The only problem is, and this is for the audience at home, it's expensive as fuck. They want you to give like 2800 bucks a month yeah. to this thing. So I'm, I'm traveling on the low. I'm not letting anybody know who I am, what I do, just because I don't want to get kidnapped. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I've always wanted to own a drive-in theater. Nothing, nothing crazy. I don't want a sports team. That's too much. That's too much. Uh, some of the people that I think are doing it right will get like private jets everywhere to their favorite sports shit and all that stuff. I like that element of it. Um, there was a dude that I got uh, who's very, very rich uh, with the ticket, the company. I got him front row tickets to Wimbledon. That's what he wanted for him and his wife. And I was like, man, what a fucking cool trip that was. Um, I do shit like that. But as far as owning a sports team, you're right. Too much stress. I don't want to fucking deal with that bullshit. It's not just the team. You got to take care of concessions, parking, everybody else, safety. Fans are on your ass if they suck. Yes, you're dude. Bu- all you're doing insurance, when you- lawsuits, all of it. You're buying yourself a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like you already have the stuff you need to not have a job, and you're buying a job. And I think that's why Cuban got out of it, where he was just like, "Man, I don't need this fucking stress anymore." He wants to be internet famous for some reason, but uh, yeah, 
strange. Uh, let's get to the drinking bro of the week, shall we? Look, if you're uh, if you're out there, um, go to drinkingbros.com. Uh, click on the submission form, and it'll go straight to our inbox, and I'll leave. I'll read it live on air while you're over there. Peruse the catalog. Open up the the page. I want to see if this new shirt is up yet. I, I won't spoil it in case it's not. But go to drinkingbros.com here. Uh, let me see if this was up. I just designed a a new tee here. Doesn't appear yet. That we're working on. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, when that is announced, though, it's it's one of my faves, and uh, and I'm amped about it. But uh, we got Noah, please. Those truckers right there, those foam truckers are my fucking favorite there. Is the Drinker Bros one up there? I love that goddamn hat. My wife took it, dude, and, uh, and lost it out with the kids. I have to rebuy that fucking thing, but I love it. Uh, the website is up. Robox is back. You're good to go, and the submission form is there. Oh, shit. We got, uh, look at that. Listener pictures up there. Fuck yeah. Pop that up on screen. That's dope. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, the, these, the, the, these colors don't run shirts. I like that, dude. I like all of this. Way to go. We got a new merch store and a new merch guy. Big fan. Uh, congratulations. All right. Uh, Drinking Bro of the Week. This one was uh, submitted by Mike Lester from Missouri. Um, nine years he's been a listener. All nine years here. Yes, we are in year nine over here. And again, Anthony's out. Uh, <coughs> I'm sick as shit today. Show goes on. Um, nominating Michelle Young, who is deceased. Thank you for writing that. I didn't want to go into some crazy story. Uh, it says, I would like to dedicate the Drinking Bro of the Week uh, to, uh, to my friends, um, Michelle Young and uh, Sergeant Bryant. Uh, Young is a friend of mine from high school. I think I know Michelle Young, actually. Um, yeah, I, I need to know who this is. Young is a friend of mine from high school who helped me when joining the army and introduced me to Drinking Bros in 2015. Uh, Bryant is a, uh, is a good friend I met at, uh, AIT. Uh, then we were stationed in Fort Carson together. Uh, we lost both of these amazing soldiers this month to suicide. Um, uh, both amazing friends and to me, uh, and now both are gone far too soon. Uh, rest easy battles and uh and again that was uh mike lester who submitted that i actually know michelle so i know you're talking about yeah she was uh she's been in drinking bros um in the message board since day one uh besides the podcast obviously if you're just a, a, a podcast listener don't actually know on facebook we have a ton of private groups over there uh m dot i dot a dot uh i dot n uh that's the main page uh, is Drinking Bros Maine. We used to have just Drinking Bros, and it was a massive group, and it was uh, 136,000 people, I believe. And then Zuckerberg nuked it. Uh, don't really know why. We had a shit ton of admins, and everybody was super cautious over the years of what they posted and everything else. We woke up one morning, and it was nuked. So uh, we renamed it. I think there's uh, 20,000 people in it now, but uh, you know, a lot of people were pissed. They lost uh, trust in Facebook and all that other stuff. However, what they didn't nuke was um, subgroups. So every single state has one. Uh, it, almost every single city has a Drinking Bros group. So if you're out there and you're having problems here, don't commit suicide. Go into one of these groups. Uh, find your state and or city. Somebody will meet you out for a drink. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's alcohol or just a fucking bottle of water here. Don't commit suicide, please. Uh, I remember Michelle. Um, one more here since it's in the inbox and it just popped up, uh, drinking bro submission, Kieran Hampton, uh, from Florida drinking bro listener since 2019 nominating, uh, Ryan and Twistle, 
living. Thank you. Uh, nominating my cousin Ryan for not only being an awesome cousin, but a retired Marine and retired police officer who is not afraid of a goddamn acorn falling on his patrol vehicle. God bless you guys. All right. <laughs> the acorn cop, dude. That guy will never live that down. God bless you too. All right. We love you. Show goes on. Sorry, D'Anthony isn't here. We'll see what this is. What's I, My money's on COVID, actually, coming out of Canada. Traveling that much? Plane, man. Yeah. I just get sick every time I'm on a fucking plane. Man. I know, but diarrhea? Moose flu. Diarrhea, too? Uh, and throwing up, man? I, that's where my money's on. What's the moose flu? Is that a fucking thing in Canada that I don't know about? Yeah, it's a recent outbreak. Well, I heard a lot of people are having sex with moose up there. So that is a problem. Uh, I don't know if he had his penis inside of a moose or not, but uh, either way, prayer hands up, emojis up, and, uh, and go to at Dan Holloway on Instagram and give him some emojis, prayers, and say, uh, I hope you get better soon. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in day in and day out. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away. We're at 8,000. On Spotify, get it to 10,000. Shut the fuck up forever, I promise you. All right? No, he's not here. I'll say goodbye for him. For Danthony, Danthony, all the way on Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Podcast.